Today, it's official. Justin Amash is running for president. We will get into that. Also, did Joe Biden fall asleep during his own town hall? And Bill de Blasio singles out one particular religious group in his warning about social distancing. I bet you'll never guess which one it is. We've got a lot to get into, and it starts right now. Welcome to the news and why it matters. I'm Sarah, Sarah Gonzalez, uh, to be exact, joined by the one and only Jason Buttrell, chief researcher of the Glenn Beck program. Wednesday workday. Yes. I'm in. Yeah. He, Jason's like, <laughs> I finally get out of the house. It's an essential reason to leave. There's people around, not my kids and my animals. It's yeah. awesome. I know. I was to the point today uh, during my uh, schooling session where we were learning all new concepts what you don't want to do in the middle of the school year suddenly. And I was like, I got to go. I got to get out of this house right now or I'm going to just lose my mind. Uh, also joined today by Yaku Buyans, fellow of the Falkirk Center and filmmaker. Thank you. Thanks nice to be here. here. Yeah, thanks for being it's good here. good to be with a chief researcher. You know? It's got a nice ring to it. got a ring to it. <laughs> At least he likes to believe it does. Uh, I can't wait, speaking of Glenn's chief researcher, I can't wait to get into this first topic. Oh, because no. this is something that Jason and I have covered extensively, uh, if you've ever heard us fill in on Pat Gray Radio or Steve Dace Radio. Uh, we have talked about the uh, uh, Justin Amash quandary. And uh, so Justin Amash, we've toyed around with the idea of, you know, he's been dropping hints for a while now, right? And he was so, you know, out there on uh, impeachment. He was like, oh, Donald Trump's the worst. He needs to be impeached. And I'm like, all right. He's clearly trying to make a name for himself yeah. to be like the anti-Trump candidate if you don't want to vote for the Democrats. Yep. It was very clear he was laying the groundwork. Now it is official that he is launching an exploratory committee, or he launched yesterday, an exploratory committee to seek the Libertarian Party's nomination for President of the United States. He says Americans are ready for practical approaches based on <coughs> humility and trust of the people, uh, and that we are ready for something new, for an end to cronyism. Uh, Jason, what do you think? <laughs> I was worried the story was going to come up oh, yeah. right at the top of the show. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, Okay, so I think I'm going to take a hit for this a little bit, but but I think I should explain a little bit the whole Mosh thing. Mm -hmm. so, yes. Don't look at me like Go that. Go ahead, yeah. We're waiting. You had to preface this. Episode. Yes. <laughs> okay. So I love the principles that Justin Amash supports. Now, I personally I think we, we should, I hate the election period. I hate campaigning. I wish that if I, if I was president, I would sign a decree saying no more campaigning. A presidential candidate will not go on TV, radio, nothing. I want a one sheet of what you believe in. Mm -hmm. Now, today, if we got a one sheet of what Justin Amash believes in, Donald Trump and Joe Biden, I think 134 billion percent of our user listeners would probably vote for Justin Amash. When you're and when you say principles, you mean like constitutional principles and conservatism, conservatism and um, objectivity, right? Like applying the same standards to one party and the other party. Right. Is that what you mean? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. And so th I I don't support people. In politics, right. I mostly hate them all. <laughs> and even when they tell you that they're great, you know, and they're, they're the best. No, 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 shut up. We know you're not. I want to know what you stand for and what you're going to fight for. That's all I, I care about. So I, I always say I never, I'm never a fill-in-the-blank supporter. Mm -hmm. I am a principal supporter. Mm -hmm. That's what I am. Mm -hmm. So that's why I love Justin Amash's principles so much. And that's what I would vote for. 
Now, the problem is everything you laid out beforehand is he did do this, and we all know it was all for a big, hey, look at me. Yep. This is why yep. I'm different, and yep. I'm not saying I'm running for president, but, you know, uh-huh. uh, uh, that, that we knew this was coming. So this was all about over the past few months. Even I don't even know if... I don't want to speculate on what he actually believed in with the impeachment. Oh. I completely disagree with him on the impeachment. That was all for show. That was all for show. Mm-hmm. That was all for show. And Which, that's wh- but Jason, doesn't that bother you? Because when you're talking about the Constitution and you're talking about yeah. having on paper that he is a constitutionally sound person, how does he come to the conclusion that Trump had committed an impeachable offense? That's what really bothers me about Justin Amash, I think, the most. Sure. I mean, yeah, sure. I, 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 again, that does not look good for him. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of things don't look good for him over the past 12 months. R- really don't, especially when it t- comes to his public, you know, fight yeah. with, uh, with, with Donald Trump. Yeah. That's really irritating, and that sours me on it. But I don't care about Justin Amash, uh, the political figure. All I care about is his one sheet. Mm-hmm. And, again, if I'm looking at them, he's probably the only one conservative on the ticket next you know coming up you'll look at the different views of what they stand for let me say at least fiscally conservative person on the ticket okay right because i was going to say you know well while donald trump's history he may not have been the most conservative person his policies have been pretty good aside from the spending right sure for sure and i'm I'm not dogging donald trump at all Mm -hmm. um in fact i hope he wins the next election justin amash is not winning the next election so him coming in is either going to do one of two things. It's either just going to build up his support for, you know, a, a run later on down the line, or it's going to severely damage Donald Trump defeating Joe Biden because a lot of people will point to Ross Perot mm-hmm. and, you know, H.W. And, and Clinton, which I personally, a lot of people will argue that, but I personally think Ross Perot did spoil H.W.'s election. Mm-hmm. I think he did if he's not in. But again, this is probably what Amash, his greatest threat is to be that spoiler. Yeah. And I just don't know what's going to happen in that. I wish he would not do this now. Yeah. But his principles, I'm in love with. I love it. And I tell you what, and the last point on that is I would love to have a debate where there's Joe Biden, Donald Trump, and Justin Amash. That's great for the country. It really is. When you can have someone that actually believes conservative principles, who has studied them, it's in his core. That's that's what he's all about. We've been missing that for a very long time. I, I, I can't I can't think of another debate where there's been someone that truly passionately believes in conservative principles on the debate stage and can eloquently I don't, who's to say if he can eloquently uh, talk about them. But if he can and do it in like a Reagan style where this person has studied this, you know, this is what he's all about. That's great for the country. What will be bad for the country if he's Ross Perot mm. and spoils the election? Yeah, Yaku. I have a feeling you're going to disagree. This is going to get real interesting. I love you, brother. <laughs> For the record, here's my preface. I love you, brother, but I am 100% in the, in the other camp. I'll, say, I'll tell you this why. You're talking about principles. I don't care about principles for the hour. He's having those principles for this hour because it's convenient. Oh. Look back at the last 12 months. If, if you're really principled, then you don't say what you said the last 12 months. You don't do because you don't like a guy. If you're truly conservative, he's fiscally conservative. Saying that he's the only conservative guy on the ticket, no, come on. I stood in the White House with a president that's the first guy in history and in, in all of the, of the universe to stand and say, hey, I'm going to protect children here. He's the guy who goes stands in a march for life, conservative values. No, he's conservative. Trump is not a, he's not a, a, a conservative politician as you would think. Fiscal conservative, 
Let's talk about that. But the guy's conservative. I'm talking fiscal responsibility and small government. Well, sure, that's but, what I'm talking sure, about. But conservative, conservatism goes beyond that, though. It goes into family and family dynamic and faith and you know, the unborn. And there's, there's many, many issues here. I, I would love to see the three of them on the stage because I predict this. I predict Amage is going to look like Swiss cheese when it comes down to real issues that matters to American families beyond the wallet. Family, life, birth, abortion, these other issues that are going to be huge issues. Hear me today. These are going to, Roe v. Wade, watch it. It's going to be huge later this year. I don't think he's there on that because saying those things and then walking it out, actually walking, those are tough lines to walk. I will, I will give uh, to your point. Donald Trump has, has very been, been very gifted in identifying those things that yeah. really matter to people. Yes. Like you can debate things so you're blue in the face on sure. Capitol Hill if you sure. want to. Sure. Most of us are like, so? Yeah. But he's been masterful at saying, like, talking about the, you're really going down into immigration, really going down into you know, uh, pro-choice, yeah. you know, pro-life, uh, yeah. really going deep into those. He's been a master at that. Justin Amash, though, has got a pretty flawless conservative voting record. There's he, none of them. Can, it, where does he stand on abortion? Do you know? He's one I of the only. Libertarian, no. you he's, never know. That, so that there, there's what? Prostitution, there's yeah. drugs, drugs, immigration, and abortion. Uh, abortion. That's what really separates GOP from libertarians. Yes. He's one of the only ones that cross that divide. He is uh, a, a staunch pro-life uh, libertarian, okay. which is re really unique. Uh, unique. It's, almost, yeah. it's almost unheard of, right? To your point, you make a good point. I think, I think, I don't know, you know, can he be a pro, can he be a, a divider to pull attention away from President Trump towards Joe Biden? I don't know. I'd like to throw out that he may just make the point that we have to have someone who leans conservative. And at the end of the day, if he's not going to be the guy to win, then it's, then it's Sleepy Joe and the president. And the only one reasonably conservative between those two would be the president. So he may actually help. Historically, if you look at it, it may hurt. I don't know. It's just a weird time. It's a weird time for a guy to come jump in. Now, we're at the end of April. We're going into May here and say, oh, I'm, I'm going to run, you know. And so I, I, let me just interject really quickly. You know, I'm speaking as someone who, uh, you know, shame me if you'd like audience, if you don't know this about me. But I didn't vote for, for Donald Trump the first time around. I did not vote for him. I did vote third party. And so I try to be very, very careful here because I want to make sure that I'm being objective, that I'm not being hypocritical, especially. But I look at it and it just feels a lot like since the 2016 election, things have gotten more and more dire. The Democrats have not hit their reset button. They have not gone back to square one. They've just doubled down on all of the really bad ideas that they had in 2016. And they want to spend, you know, they want to triple or quadruple the amount that they want to spend on Medicare for all. They want, you know, it's like they, they have moved this Overton window so far that while in 2016, I felt like, Okay, it's garbage to say a vote for third party is a vote for Hillary Clinton. You know, I, like you have to vote for your principles. You have to take a stand. And I always encourage people to vote for their principles. But it just feels way more dire in 2020. Am I am I off base on that? No, no, no I agree. Not, not at all. I, I'm so conflicted. You don't know how conflicted I am yeah. over someone like Amash jumping into this race because I see exactly how you're saying how yeah. important the next election is. Mm -hmm. Right. It's completely important. And, you know, if Donald Trump does not win the election, I can only imagine what they're going to go for. Joe Biden is no moderate. 
You know, he's talked about free college. Uh, you know, uh, he's not talking single payer health care, but it's basically that. Yeah. And we know that's a Trojan horse, or as right. in, have their people said, no, it's not a Trojan horse. That's what it is. Right. It's the next step to getting single payer. Yeah. So they're going full steam ahead with, you know, Bernie Sanders is out of the race, but his ideas are not. Right. He is completely dominating this. And, and Joe Biden yeah. will go along with whatever the party wants. No, they're going to push him there. Yes. Right. So wherever he is today, they're not concerned. If they right. want Joe over here, they'll just move him there and he'll move. He has no backbone. He has right. no spine. He didn't even when he was vice president, respectfully. They'll move him there. And that's why he's still on the ticket. Mm. He can't put two sentences together. He's still there because they know they can move him wherever they want to move him. So he's not going to resist and walk a line and say, but this is my conviction. They're going to move him way left, 100%. Which is why, again, it's so scary to me to think about people voting third party instead of voting against the dangers of the 2020 Democrat you know, yeah. party. But I, what's, I think what, what's, what's attractive uh, to me is that I don't want people voting for two parties. I want a third I party agree. in there. I want multiple parties in there that people can a legitimate have yeah. a, sh a shot sure, with. Sure. And I want there to be, um, look, we almost had a hardcore leftist. I want a hardcore conservative yeah. at some point. Just to go out there and say, look, there's different ideas out there. This is your you know, counter. This is our counter. It's not something in the middle. It's, you know, it's radical conservatism. Yeah. You know, that's what you want. I I'd like to see that there eventually. But I will concede that, and this is what makes me mad about Justin Amash, now is not the time. No. Now and, is not the time. And that's what makes me, it's like, I agree with you that we, we should get away from the two-party system. The two-party system is yeah. not good for America. But when you look at the way that Justin Amash did that, this, it just seems so self-serving. Exactly. It, it makes me very uncomfortable to think that he really has got, America's best interest at heart. He wants a CNN gig at the end you of the day. You've got to ask yourself. Ah. You, you, I do. Oh. I do. He knows he's not going to win. Where is he going to go? Yeah, but that, the, that the head statement of the Libertarian you, Party? No, look, that statement you just made alone, is, I'm just telling you, if it's your principles, there's conviction behind right. it. It's not comfortable. Principles aren't comfortable. It hurts. It hurts to walk that line. It should hurt like hell to walk that line. The fact that you would take a CNN gig, I don't think he would. I mean, but I don't it, know that, that he would. But here's the deal, though, right? Does it help? Right. You've got to ask yourself, does it help what he's doing right now? Does it help the country? It doesn't help because he's not going to win. He doesn't have name, name recognition. You think you can go to Omaha, Nebraska and tell them who marched? They don't know. Yeah. He doesn't have the name recognition. We know in this country. It, to be president of this country, you've got to be likable and they've got to know you. Yeah. It's name recognition above even qualification. So he's not going to win. So does it help us, to your point, the conversation is a good conversation yeah. to be had. But I think it hurts. The, the timing stage. hurts right now. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Uh, all right. Coming up next, did Joe Biden fall asleep during his own <laughs> town hall? You be the judge. Uh, first, we want to thank our sponsor, Home Title Lock. So when life is in chaos, your home is obviously your safe haven or, you know, when you're in lockdown and you have nowhere else to go except your home. It is your most important asset. But do you own it? You may be like, yeah, of course I own it. I'm, I'm on the title, so obviously I own it. Well, imagine getting evicted for a non-payment of a loan that you never took out. Yeah, it happens to tons of people. It's actually called home title theft, and the FBI calls it one of the fastest growing crimes. That is where home title lock comes in very handy. Uh, so your home's title uh, is actually kept online, and... Unfortunately, if it's kept online, it becomes, you know, just right there for for the picking for all of the hackers, all of the uh, the bad people who know how to do all those things online. They can forge your signature and then they can own your home's title. 
They can take out loans against it. Uh, you may think that that is your retirement, your nest egg, but not if home title theft happens to you. Now, identity theft protection, that does not cover this. Your bank, any sort of insurance that you have with them, that does not protect this. The only way that I know of to avoid all of this is with Home Title Lock. You can go to HomeTitleLock.com, register your address now to see if you have already been a victim of this. You will not know until it's too late unless you go to HomeTitleLock.com. Use promo code YWHY for 30 days, 30 days for free of protection to help you get through this crisis. Again, you got to go. Register your address. See if you've been a victim. HomeTitleLock.com. Enter promo code YHomeTitleLock.com. During a uh, virtual town hall event yesterday, Joe Biden, not only did he receive his good buddy Hillary Clinton's endorsement, which, oh, my gosh. Hillary Clinton endorsing someone who has like this shady, weird history of possible sexual assault. Who would have seen that one coming? Uh, During this town hall event, Joe Biden, not quite sure what's going on. Uh, A lot of people have accused him of actually falling asleep. He's clearly looking down at something. It's hard to tell whether or not he's looking at notes or he's falling asleep. (laughs) Let's watch a little bit of that. By women in our country, has been classified as essential. (laughs) So this is an issue that affects all of us, uh, young and old. Now, there's a longer clip out there. Uh, I believe I retweeted it on my Twitter, but where he actually, he looks like he startles awake. Now, again, I, all I can tell you is what it looks like. I don't know if he really was sleeping or if he's just looking at notes and someone in his ear told him, Joe, you've been looking down for 30 seconds. Look back up. Stop reading your notes. And he jumped up. I don't know. Uh, Jason, what are, <laughs> what are your thoughts? He looked, he looked comatose to me, actually. He's not even moving. No. But in reality, no, he probably yeah. was not sleeping. In reality. This is supposed to be a big moment for their campaign, her endorsing. Which you got to agree. supposed to be. And this is the ultimate power move uh, oh, by yes. Joe Biden. Oh, yes. be- and, but, but especially in this case, like the ter- there's the Tara Reid thing. And there's more and more going to come out on that. Mm-hmm. Who better than to get side by side with you and endorse you than the person that's known to basically suicide off a bunch of people and get rid of them? That's the, like if, if if you're thinking about He's talking like, about, we're watching you, Kara. Yeah, look who right? I just deputized. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the the thing the thing with Joe Biden is, but why this is we should talk about this is because it's legitimate. He can barely string together two to three sentences yep. in a row. Yep. Mm-hmm. There's an actual that's problem why there's with the question. That. That's why right? the question. So the fact that it probably wasn't sleeping, but the fact that we have to talk about it because it looked like it is because it's a very real possibility. Yeah. There was, I mean, there has never been a larger importance for them to get a really solid vice president uh, up against him. Yeah. Not only that, but the right people. Like, if you want to know what Joe Biden's, his policies are going to be, don't even look what Joe Biden says. Exactly. Look at the people standing behind him. Exactly. His advisors, his policymakers, and I tell you, even his wife. So there was uh, the other day his wife was speaking for him. Yeah, we played it. You played that. Yeah. So talking they, about talking about how a president needs to have character and leadership. They clearly did not want him talking about right, that. Right. But, but how many? I, I guarantee you, they don't want him talking about much of anything at all. Right. We've had we had a situation like this before. Woodrow Wilson, um, he was too sick, and actually his wife was making a lot of the decisions. We could have a Woodrow Wilson type part two, both in policy and you know mental capacity. In the Joe Biden presidency, this is a legitimate concern. Yeah. Yeah, all this is kind of deja vu, right? Here's Hillary Clinton. She kind of sort of almost wore the pants even when Bill Clinton was in the White House. (laughs) She has a history of defending guys who don't really treat women well. Mm -hmm. So this is not new to me, right? 
it's a power endorsement, but I think it's going to backfire big time. They just they can't help themselves, but every day give President Trump ammunition. This is a big moment for them. Did he fall asleep? Did he not? I don't know. It looks like he's asleep, but it just doesn't look good, period. They seem to not be able to take 30 minutes on national television and just string, just get on base. Don't even score a run. Can you just get on base? And they can't do it. I, I think, look, the Hillary thing's not done. She's still under a, a, in a lot of hot water to answer some things. Um, this is bad for the party. This shows you how weak the party is. You made a statement earlier. You said President Trump has the ability to identify what the Americans really want. He's got a really good team around him. Got a good team around him. I give him a lot of credit for sure, but there's good people around him too that covers his blind spots. This guy, respectfully, he may be better than his team. I don't know because why would you allow something like that to happen, right? It's just. Well, and I mean, it is interesting because we're kind of joking about the falling asleep thing. However, it is sad that we have to talk about it because when you look at the whole context of this entire campaign. Not surprising. Right. I mean, it would not be surprising if he was falling asleep. Um, but he also, he has relied on notes now for the last couple of weeks, which is why I said, is he falling asleep or is he looking at notes? Now, you could say, well, if he's looking at notes, I guess that makes it better. I'm not so sure because he has been so reliant on notes and he still can't manage to get it right when he goes on all of these cable news shows. He's, I mean, you can hear the papers shuffling like this and he still can't get a clear cut sentence out. What is he going to do at the debates? Oh, oh he's going to get creamed in the debates. Absolutely <laughs> creamed. I mean, at and least this would be good practice, yeah. right? Like, you're not going to be able to rely on your notes forever. With softball and no emotional type, you know, questions being lobbed at him. Now, imagine, you know, we've seen him at rallies where people have gotten under his skin like that. Yes. Immediately. What yes. do you think, if I'm preparing Donald Trump for this debate, yeah. I'm oh. like, you come right out with Hunter Biden. Yes. yes. And every time, if, if, they ask you, all day long. if they ask you about the all fiscal responsibility of Chile, then you counter with say, yeah, but what about Hunter Biden? Biden. Get back to that. Exactly. <laughs> oh my gosh, Joe Biden will. T- it'll be like WWE. He'll explode. Yeah. He'll explode. He yeah, he'll explode. <laughs> There's no. <laughs> Look, no, you can't. They don't want him on a stage. I don't know what they're going to do. Honestly, what they're going to do because there's debates are going to happen. We're going to open this country back up, and it's going to happen. It's going to be a massacre. You know, you know what pisses me off with this uh, the Hillary Clinton thing? I saw Alyssa Milano tweeting like, oh, my gosh, they're, gonna, they're doing this town hall with, you know, against violence against women and all that. It doesn't even enter into their brains that she helped cover up mm-hmm. for violence against women with mm-hmm. her husband. Yeah. Does not multiple enter times. the multiple times. And Juanita Broderick's got to be like, guys, what in the heck? Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, you, you strong-armed me, you yep. know, threatened me, basically. Um, her account of that is actually, I could totally see Hillary Clinton doing that. Look, this endorsement should be an insult to all the women. Here's a guy in the middle of a, uh, look, we may go to court here. Tara, we'll see how that plays out. Okay, and again, innocent until, until proven, proven guilty. guilty. Yes. We're going to be the good guys here, not do what they did to Brett Kavanaugh. Right. Correct. However, Justice Kavanaugh. However, okay. there's more. Of course. There's more corroborating course, evidence. Yeah. Well, there's a marker than- in the past, right? There right. was no marker with Ford. I don't know. Did I? Her own friend came and said, I don't believe her. Here's a marker. 1993. Right. They call Larry King. Her mom called. So at least there's a marker. The neighbor acknowledges. She didn't just decide last week. Right? Right. <laughs> the, wit- the corroborating witnesses in the Ford case not only didn't corroborate it, they said, no, that did it not happen. happen. Right. Yeah, I well, her friend yeah. said, I don't believe her. <laughs> yeah. Right. right. <laughs> so, so, I have a feeling that friendship doesn't exist anymore. No, no. <laughs> this, this is weird. It's going to be interesting. Look, he can't. There's no way he can debate the president. 
Um, yes, they'll come after Trump sure, for fiscal responsibility, but then you're going to throw Corona ba straight back at him and go, mm -hmm. look, we, we had to help the country. I mean, it's going to be interesting, very, very interesting, but I think it's a, it's a, it's a massacre yeah. on a debate stage. I think it will also be interesting to see how the Democrat Party turns out after all of this, because, you know, we've been seeing them kind of eating their own back and forth. You've got this fanatical AOC wing of the party who is just hysterical about everything that they deem to be important. And then you've got the establishment people. And you're seeing not just Hillary Clinton, but you're seeing Kirsten Gillibrand. Uh, you're seeing all of these women who came out and said, we have to believe women, we have to do something about sexual abuse accusations, who are now completely doing a 180 and saying, um, well, I support Joe Biden anyway. You know, you had Stacey Abrams, who couldn't be more desperate uh, to get to uh, that vice president slot. But, you know, Stacey Abrams coming out and saying, oh, well, I believe him because, you know, the New York Times did a very thorough investigation, just completely repeating Biden's campaign talking points that he sent out for his spokespeople to say, just tell them this, just tell them it's already investigated and that you believe him and that it didn't happen. And she's out there repeating it like a little parrot. Um, it'll be interesting to see the radical part of this mm. party, how they deal with that and how they tolerate it, because it's certainly not hard to see the hypocrisy in that. Well, you just said they're using the New York Times as their, oh, New York Times, when are they the standard exactly. for... Exactly. In Brett Kavanaugh, they were, they were saying, give the FBI more time. They were yeah. talking about FBI and all this stuff. The New York Times? I know. Oh, yeah, we, they've the never been caught in bias, it's ever. It's the worst. It's the worst you could... That's why I laughed. When I saw that tweet and I saw where it came from and the source, I'm like, really... Oh. In the New York Times, they were pressured by the Biden campaign, uh, campaign yes. to Correct. alter the article. Yes. Correct. Talk about a circle. And now and they're they, using that. And then they that. did it. And then they did yeah. it. I think that's the important yeah. part of that. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. More to come. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Rough Greens. So we use Rough Greens over at my house. If you are a dog owner, you got to listen up. You're spending a bunch of money on this dry dog food. That uh, So it's great. It's expensive because it has like this two to three year shelf life. But... What that means is that they're sterilizing the food to make it have this longer shelf life and they're killing everything beneficial in it. So they're killing uh, the probiotics, enzymes, vitamins, microbacteria, all of these things that your dog needs. It doesn't get from their food because it's dead food. So we love Rough Greens uh, at our house. First of all, it's not a dog food. It is a supplement. You sprinkle it on top of the dog's food. So you keep that food and you add in Rough Greens. It puts back all of those live nutrients that are necessary for your dog to thrive. Again, even if you're using the most expensive dog food, which I was really super bummed when I found out about Rough Greens and I found out that my dry dog food actually doesn't have all of these things in it because I'm like, oh, crap, I'm spending a crap ton of money on this dry food that I thought I was giving my dog all of these things and I'm not even doing it. Uh, you've got to try Rough Greens. You know, I mean, if you care about your dog, I'm just saying, if you're a bad dog owner, you might not try Rough Greens, but if you're a great <laughs> dog owner, you're gonna wanna try Rough Greens. Take the Rough Greens 14 day jumpstart challenge today. It's $14.95, you will see the difference in your dog in 14 days or less. If you wanna see your dog thrive again, maybe you've got a puppy, maybe you've got an older dog, doesn't matter, works for all of them, go to roughgreens.com slash blaze. That is R-U-F-F-Greens.com slash blaze. New York City Mayor Bill de Blasio, uh, he is facing some harsh online backlash today after he singled out the Jewish community in a message warning everyone Everyone against large gatherings during the pandemic, but by everyone, he mostly means the Jews. Here's what he said. My message to the Jewish community, 
comma, in all communities is this simple. The time for warnings has passed. I have instructed the NYPD to proceed immediately to summons or even arrest those who gather in large groups. This is about stopping this disease and saving lives, period. Now, this is not the first time that uh, Mayor de Blasio has really, really singled out the Jewish community. I know that, you know, he has been asking the cops to uh, greatly enforce social distancing when it comes to the Jewish community. Uh, and I do find it interesting. He After he got, he started getting some backlash, he came out and he was just like, well, I, if my, if I didn't mean to offend any particular group. I was just talking to everyone. <laughs> it's like, I mean, your first line, it says, my message to the Jewish community. I think it's very clear who you were singling out. Yaku, I'm going to go yeah. to you first couple things he doesn't understand clearly. He doesn't know who runs New York City, the Jewish community. And when you talk about the Jewish community, this is a rabbi. And if you understand their faith, they'll die for their faith. You think they're concerned about they're not going to go to the to the funeral of one of their leaders. They're going to go to the funeral and the total disregard nationwide for people's belief system, how they cope through a time like this in their faith. There's been complete disregard, not even considering like, like this is why we're seeing suicide spike and whatever. They'll laugh at him. And I'm telling you, this, this is not good for him in New York City because that community is tight. Mm. I mean, I'm talking very, very loyal to one another. They're family, they're large groups. These are large families. It's easy to see seven plus children in these families. So it's a disregard for taking, at least taking into consideration what role faith plays in some of Americans' lives and how they deal with when you just rip the bandaid off or close the doors to the church or tell them, listen, this rabbi passed and you can't go to his funeral. Um, this is going to backfire, no question. There will be residue from this. Jason, I, I want to uh, read off. I don't think we have this tweet, but I want to read off what he said after that because I thought it was pretty tyrannical. Uh, we have lost so many these last two months, and I understand the instincts to gather to mourn. Again, as Yaku referenced, they were at a, a funeral. But large gatherings will only lead to more deaths and more families in mourning. We will not allow this. I have instructed the NYPD to have one standard for this whole city. Zero tolerance. Now, the NYPD, not a huge fan of Bill de Blasio, so not sure if they're willing to uh, actually enforce his law and his tyrannical uh, rage. What do you think? I think that uh, stand by because I think uh, the Bill Barr freight train is going to roll over a lot of these people after this is all over. And I can't wait to see it personally. Mm -hmm. Anyone that overstepped like he might be doing here, I don't know. Mm -hmm. I, I want to see your data. You know, if you think that it was so bad that a group of, you know, Jewish people couldn't go to a funeral, it's that bad. You're denying them that right. I want to see the data backing that up. I just want to see it. If it's not there, then your butt belongs in court because you're going to get sued. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, I think this kind of goes towards just the, this the way this guy thinks. Yeah. Now, can you imagine if a Republican said that? Oh, my gosh. They would get destroyed. Oh, yeah. And this is what's sad about the Jewish people is this is what's they've been classified for a couple of people, uh, you know, did something or whatever at some point in time, all, you know, for the last few thousand years. Then the entire group gets you know, labeled as something. It's what Hitler did and going all the way back. He did that. He classified from, as, even if, you know, I've seen the videos. It doesn't, the videos don't look good. They, they clearly did not do that event right. Um, they said that they were doing that and with the expectation that everyone was going to wear a mask, everyone was going to stay six feet well, apart. They, yeah, they, yeah, they yeah. didn't sure. do the event in compliance sure. with what big government right. has yes. demanded yes. that they do. But they said they were and it ended up not going as well as they thought it was going to sure. go. 
But, 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 but you can but, see that that would, might happen. Right. But whatever. Yeah. I, you know, but th- there's more to this story that we just haven't heard. For one, it is a fact that the NYPD helped set this event up. Mm-hmm. It is a fact. They showed up a couple of hours before. They set up roadblocks. They were there to hand out masks. This was approved. The question is, how far up the chain did it get approved? Because the, uh, the, the church community there said, hey, look, yes, the NYPD helped us. It was approved to them. And it went all the way up to the mayor's office. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They tried to comply. To the office, yeah. mayor's yeah. office. So if it got approved at that, so what, you approved it then? And then when you saw the videos come out, maybe on Twitter, then you freaked out because you thought it might make you look bad? I want to know those answers because it does not look good for, for him on both fronts. But really read the tweet, though. He wasn't saying about that church, that congregation, you know, you know that group. It's the entire, all Jews. Yes. If you said today, the Hispanic community. Jewish community, yeah. yep. People would go nuts. They'd go off on you. They'd call you racist. They'd call you anti-Semitic. I mean, they would go, I'm surprised. Well, I mean, President Trump just wants to keep illegal immigrants out of the country without vetting them properly. And he's called a racist. (laughs) Bill de Blasio is talking about the entire Jewish community, not just illegal people. Which is a large community in New York, by the way. Okay, It's a large community. It's a substantial fiber of of that city. It holds that city together. Can you imagine if he would have said the Christian community or the Muslim community? Well, he's treated the Muslim community a hell of a lot different during this pandemic. Oh, yeah. better. Way better. Yeah. Way better. He has supported all of the all of the holidays that they've had. He has been in total support of them. Meanwhile, in America, the Jewish community gets uh, these these warnings and the Christian community gets nails put in a parking lot if they dare go to a drive-up church. The pastors get arrested. The guys walking in a, in a in a parking lot by himself, facing, praying mm-hmm. with the Bible and he gets arrested. Yeah. I mean, you got to think, do these cops really want to do it? I, I, I'm just, I'm looking at the police and they go, I, I hate that I've got to do this. I know. Yeah. I'll lose my job. Yeah. Well, and I mean, again, like I said, these are people who already do, clearly do not respect Bill de Blasio, mm-hmm. the NYPD. So it will be interesting to see Very. how far they bend over backwards for this man of all people. Uh, this actually reminds me of um, Jason. We've been covering this on Blaze TV. I know she was on Glenn Radio earlier this week. The salon owner here in Dallas, uh, Salon a la Mode, I believe her name is Shelley Luther, who has been fighting big government tyranny. Um, she finally said, look, I tried every every avenue I could try what she called uh, the unemployment line and was on hold. How, how many calls did she make? Like 500 calls? Yeah. She couldn't get through. She finally said, screw this. I'm, I, I, I have to open. I cannot feed my family. My people cannot feed their families unless we open. We're reopening. I don't care if you don't like it. Uh, Governor Abbott, I believe, has come out and said, I'm not going to pursue any sort of enforcement. But Dallas County Judge Clay Jenkins has a, a different line of thought, and they've served her with restraining or temporary restraining order to shut it down. They're threatening her with legal action. I know she has a GoFundMe page set up that you can donate money because she's expecting not to be arrested today. Yeah, expected to be arrested today. We just, we just found this out today. This is absolutely nuts. What do they expect her to do? And I guarantee you. I mean, this is a dirty word. Sit down, shut up, take your stimulus payment and like it. Right. Even though a vast majority of people have not received a single dime from that stimulus payment. I'm one of them. I haven't gotten anything. I'm lucky that I don't really need it, but I haven't received a dime off of it. Um, But 
I, 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 I seriously cannot imagine, I just can't fathom what they expect this woman to do. And again, this is one of those things that I cannot wait until people like this judge get wound up in court, yeah. but on the other seat yes. this time. Yes. Like, yes. show me the reason. No, Jenkins, this right. needs to happen. Okay. This needs to happen. But, but we are one day away. We're one day away here. It's April 29th. We're one day away from seemingly taking the next step here. Many states are opening up. Mm-hmm. And then you've got areas like this and judges like this that are behaving like we're just getting into it. I mean, they're throwing, they're throwing the gavel at this woman and... and because I believe they're afraid that when she does it, it's going to empower and embolden others to say, you know what? Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to take my life back. Yeah. I'm going to take my life back. I'm going to use my constitutional rights and I'm going to go work for my meal. And, you, and I dare you to stop me. Yeah. And if you, yeah, and if you keep work. pushing, that's when you're going to see yeah. civil unrest. Absolutely. Because if this happens in my community, Absolutely. I live in Colorville, Texas. If this happens yeah. to a salon in my community, I'm going and standing in front of her yeah. door and I'm not even letting the cops in. Exactly. I'm sorry. I'm, exactly. I'm just doing that. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. All right, more to come. We want to thank our sponsor quickly, Omega XL. Uh, I actually spoke with Dr. McQuillan, who um, helps run Omega XL. Now, this is a natural supplement designed to reduce joint pain and inflammation. So if you are, you know, maybe you're suffering for back pain, neck pain, leg pain, arthritis, um, maybe you are, oh, I don't know, like carrying a child, a tiny human that you're growing in your body, and you wake up every day and you're like, <laughs> I'm just sore all the time. Just sore literally every day. Uh, If you leave inflammation untreated, it can cause permanent damage. Now, you could try a pain reliever, a cream that you rub on it, but you're just masking the problem. Omega XL really gets right down to the inflammation, which is the root cause of the problem. It's a very powerful natural supplement that helps reduce the pain due to inflammation. It helps promote healthy joints, increase mobility. There is nothing like it in the world. It's been working for my family I don't want to call my husband old, but he's getting up there. (laughs) He's got to take it, too. It's working for him. It can work for you if you are in pain. Uh, You may not know that it's due to inflammation, but most pain, a lot of pain is due to inflammation. you got to try Omega XL. Uh, You can go to omegaxl.com slash news. We've got a special offer to get you started. If you order now, you will get your second bottle for free. All you got to do is go to omegaxl.com slash news. I am telling you guys, you've got to try it. omegaxl.com slash news. Vice President Mike Pence uh, went to the Mayo Clinic yesterday for a tour. He chose not to wear a face mask. And uh, I guess apparently this is a, a well, I say a violation. They've got a standard there. They've got a procedure that people wear masks when they go. He didn't wear a mask. The Internet thinks it's apparently the end of the freaking world because Mike Pence didn't wear a mask. Um, He participated in a roundtable discussion. He didn't wear a mask then as well. Uh, However, I will say he's tested for the coronavirus frequently as the vice president of the country. So he would know everyone around him is tested for coronavirus as well. If there's anyone who I feel like would have a reason to say and say with a lot of confidence, yeah, like I know I don't have it because I'm getting tested all the time. You'd think it would be someone like Mike Pence who's getting tested regularly. Uh, Jason, does he deserve the backlash he's getting? I think it's different with Mike Pence because I'm sure that, again, he's probably getting tested almost daily. Right. I'm sure it's weekly. And I guarantee you he's not waiting the standard like five days or whatever. Everyone else has to wait for the test to come back. 
Yeah. When you're the vice president, you get the test a little quicker. I'm just saying, right. for better or worse. What I love is he's clearly a man after my own heart because mm-hmm. I've always said yes. I ain't wearing one of those dang masks. And Mike Pence is obviously as cool as I am because he's like, <laughs> I ain't doing that stupid <laughs> crap either. I love it. Yako. What do you say after that? <laughs> but I'm going to say something. <laughs> no, he doesn't deserve it. Our country doesn't deserve it. Mm. Nobody deserves the ridicule we're under, you know, for just wanting to be good Americans. And look, for the most part, I haven't actually met a single person that just said, you know, other than the students that went to the beach, they just said, you know, screw it. I don't care if people get people for the most part are being smart about it. Mm. And obviously he knows what he's doing. He's also got a staff. He knows he doesn't have it. So. No, he doesn't deserve this ridicule. It's funny that literally Babylon Bee, which, which has been awesome uh, over this entire thing, they're all always awesome anyway. Yeah. But they did a thing about going to your point about how no matter what they do, they're going to ridicule and criticize yes. them. Yeah. And they were the Babylon Bee thing was uh, immediately all the uh, big name media fact checked uh, after President Trump said good morning at one of his speeches, <laughs> and so they all just were fact checking. Wait, was this really a good Is it morning? A good morning. Right? I know. <laughs> but but it's. It's not satire anymore. Yeah. That's actually where we're at. Exactly. It does not matter. Yeah. Uh. Literally, I mean, from the moment the president comes out and does something or anyone in his administration, is, is anything's public. They're all digging into it to see what kind of dirt they can rip out of it mm. or what, or something they can bend to make it look bad. I'm, everyone's tired of it. But you, this get is, to a point, Jason, you get to a point where you just go, just do the right thing. Yeah. Screw it. No matter what they say. Damned if you do, damned if you don't. So you might as well plow forward and trust that the Majority of good American people actually still know good from evil, good from bad, you know, and so. Well, or, or how about just the, the, the majority of the sense. American people still have common, common sense, sense and understand that you can't pass, you can't transmit a virus that you don't have. And the likelihood that he has it while getting tested rigorously all the time and everyone around him is getting tested, the likelihood of him having it is pretty freaking slim and on top of that everyone else you know has that protection that they want to protect themselves come on or or just the knowledge now that many americans have had it Mm -hmm. and didn't even know it right and that knowledge coming out now and saying okay this is a lot more like the flu flu like behavior widespread low mortality rate ultra low way overshot Last word. What's crazy is this strategy of the press. We know what they're doing. It was attack from day one. They thought this was going to work, even though we've seen his polling numbers improve mm-hmm. while they've been at their worst in doing this. Yeah. But they doubled down on yes. it. Yeah. They're still doubling down. They won't learn. Well, yeah. thanks a lot because you're pushing him to victory. Thank you. Right. Yeah, it helps us. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Back in a minute. What else would they do, though? And what's next? They're still six months, seven, eight months after this thing left. Interesting results on yesterday's poll. The question was, will any mainstream media network ask Joe Biden about these sexual assault allegations or will President Trump be the first one to bring it up in the debates? Ninety eight (laughs) percent of you said it's going to be Trump. It's going to be Trump. He's going to bring it up at the debates. Uh, Obviously, two percent of you said the MSM will do their job. I think that two percent was like Brian Stelter. Chris Cuomo, Jim Acosta. (laughs) I think they were just voting for themselves there. Today's poll, who is more likely to end up voting for Justin Amash? The answer, I don't need to tell you the questions. The answer is Jason (laughs) Buttrell. Just kidding. (laughs) The choices are Trump supporters or Biden supporters. I've seen a lot of of different takes on this. It's been hard for me to, to pinpoint whether or not there's more people saying 
the Trump supporters are going to peel off or the Biden supporters are going to peel off. People seem very evenly split. What do you think? It's not the Trump supporters. He's got his base is locked. Yeah. So they're not they're not vacating. It's a small percentage. I don't even think many of Biden's. So I think it'll it's be, the independents that you have to look at. The independents, a few people on, in the middle uh, that could go either way and the never Trumpers. Yeah. It's the ultra low percentage in the country, which is why I said earlier, does this hurt or help? And I think it hurts the overall picture at this time. I Mm -hmm. think earlier, way earlier. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Let us let us know what. Oh, they both agreed at the end of the show. (laughs) See, that's it. We're going to hug it out. There we go. We're going to hug it out. Let us know what you think. You can go to the Blazes Twitter. Guys, thanks for being here. We'll see you tomorrow. Thanks for listening to the news and why it matters. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you'd like to watch the program, become a Blaze TV subscriber and start your free trial now at blazetv.com.